This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Ulaga Church of Christ in Ulaga, Oklahoma. Welcome to Kids Bible Minute with our daddy, Landon Rao. Hello again and welcome to Kids Bible Minute. I'm your host, Landon Rowell, and I'm also the local preacher for the Church of Christ here in Ramona, Oklahoma. I want to thank Bible Way Media out of the Ulaga Church of Christ for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast and each of you for studying God's Word with me. I enjoy our studies together and look forward to it each week. As always, I want to make certain you have your Bible with you, so that when I mention a Bible verse, you can read that verse for yourself and not just take my word for it. Now, most of the time, I will read that passage mentioned out loud, so it's best if you pause this podcast. When the scripture is mentioned, turn to that verse and read it. Then unpause the podcast and read along with me as I read it out loud, if you are new to our study. First, I want to say thank you for studying with us. And secondly, I want to let you know that you can reach all archived or past episodes easily now at RamonaCofc.com. That's RamonaCofc.com in the podcast section where there is a direct link to Kids Bible Minute past episodes. As you guys know, we have been going through a series of lessons on the life of Christ, with the hope of each of us drawing closer to our Savior, by way of knowing Him better in His life as God in the flesh. Having last looked at what it takes to be a disciple of Christ, we now turn our attention to an interesting situation that takes place in John chapter 5, verses 1 through 18 and why the Jewish leadership wanted so badly to kill their Messiah and our Messiah. In John 5, 1-18, we find Jesus walking near the pool of Bethsaida. This pool was believed to have healing powers. Jesus came across a man that had been trying to get in this pool for 38 years. Jesus, knowing this, asked the man if he wanted to get healed. The man naturally said yes and explained why he hadn't been able to get into the pool thus far. Jesus simply tells the man, get up, take up your bed, and walk. The man did just that. But when some of the Jewish leadership found out this man uh, had done so, they asked him, why was he carrying his bed? Why was this an issue? Because in their book of traditions or their commentary on the Old Testament, typically called the Mishnah, it said no one was to take up their bed on the Sabbath. This isn't in the Old Testament or in God's law, obviously, but it was in their book of traditions. The man told them that, well, the one who healed me, he told me to do so. And so the Jewish leadership sought to find Jesus, and they were angry that he had healed this poor man on the Sabbath and had told him to take up his bed. Jesus responded to them in John chapter 5 and verse 17 this way, when he said, My Father is working until now, and I am working. Now that 
brings us to the text I want us to really look at today, which is in John chapter 5 and verse 18. There we read, this was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him. Because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, in their opinion, but he was even calling God his own Father. Notice, making himself equal with God. Jesus then continues in John chapter 5, 19 through 47, to explain that he is worthy of being equal with God because he is himself God. You can see why the Jews, not believing this then, wanted to kill him so much. However, in this lesson, I want us to focus on why Jesus is truly equal with God and how Jesus himself proves such. First, we know this to be the case because he was working with the Father, not against him. Again, notice Jesus and what he explains in John 5:21. For as the Father raised the dead and gives them life, so also the Son of Man gives life to whom he will. Jesus was working hard, just like the Father and the Spirit to bring life back to us, humanity, that had corrupted their spiritual life, our spiritual life, with sin. Which is why Jesus would say later in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus knew, though, that his credentials as God were on trial. And he also knew it wasn't good enough to simply say, listen, my father is God. Because God himself, Jesus himself, has always, as God, required witnesses to confirm what is being said as true. That if someone claims something, they have to be able to back it up. That's why in John 8.13, when Jesus mentioned this, the Pharisees said to him, You are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. They were saying, Listen, we have to have witnesses to prove that. Jesus, knowing that, in this case, said, I will do such. So how does Jesus then go about proving he is God? Well, first, he does so by showing John the Baptist or John the baptizer, is a witness to his claim to be God. Jesus knew the Jewish leadership had sent delegations to John to try and determine who he was and what his message was really all about, which Jesus pointed out to them there in chapter 5 and verse 33. He said to them, You sent to John, and he has borne witness to the truth. John also explained, and often explained, that he was not the Messiah, John 1, 26 and 27, but that he knew the way and was preparing the way for the Messiah. And Jesus points out that if they had accepted John and his testimony as a witness to Jesus, then they would have known that he was the Messiah. Verse 35 of John 5. Next, Jesus points out that his miracles were also a witness that what he was saying was from God and therefore true. 
In John 5:36, we read, But the testimony that I have is greater than that of John. For the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I am doing, bear witness about me that the Father has sent me. In John, or excuse me, in Mark chapter 16 and verse 20, we read that the purpose of miracles being allowed was to let people know that they could trust what was being taught to them by that person and that they were from God. So if a person was teaching someone and then did a miracle, or they did a miracle and then taught, this was to show that they were from God, only the righteous could do actual miracles, and all others just were doing supposed ones. They were simply sleight of hand, if you will, or what we might call illusions or magic today. But when a real miracle took place, that was from God, and it was proving, again, Mark 16, 20, that this person was accurately saying the truth and that they were from God. So Jesus now has two witnesses that point to him being who he says he is, the Messiah. Thirdly, Jesus points to God's word itself. In verse 39 of John 5, he says, You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and it is they that bear witness about me. Literally hundreds of passages in the Old Testament point to Jesus being the Christ or the Messiah, such as Psalm 22 or Isaiah 53. Even Jesus declared this fact in Luke 24 and verse 44, when he said, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. With this being true, why did the Jewish leadership reject Jesus as the Messiah? With all of these witnesses in the Bible itself that they loved so much, they said, why did they reject Jesus? Well, they rejected him, Jesus said, because their heart was all wrong, John 5, 40-42, and because they wanted the standing or the prestige, if you will, the glory that comes from man instead of God. John 5:44 So Jesus clearly was able to point to three different witnesses that prove that him saying he was God and the only true Messiah was accurate. The evidence is clear. Jesus of Nazareth, the one born to Mary and Joseph, was and is the savior of the world and thus equal with God. Well, that concludes this Bible study for today. As always, I want to thank you for studying God's precious Word with me, and I want to encourage you to continue to study God's Word every day. Be sure to use the wonderful material and other podcasts made available through the Bible Way Media app or website at BibleWayMedia.org. I also personally have a website at Gospel-Preacher.com. Of course, make sure you ask your parents if it's okay by them before you download the app or go to those websites. I also encourage you to contact me personally with any question about the Bible at the Ramona Church of Christ email address, which is RamonaCofc at gmail.com. That's RamonaCofc at gmail.com or through our Facebook page or any other social media outlet. 
make sure you message the Ramona Church of Christ in Oklahoma, not California. Until we have an opportunity to meet again, peace be with you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.